0: Good day, Poker Peeps. This is Sky with Smart Poker Study, and in this video, I'm going to help you gain confidence in those tough situations that you face. Okay? Without further ado, let's uh, do this. Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. Oh, yeah. Gambate! All right, team. That's it. We've got a job to do. Let's go police the world. all right for help taking notes on this episode go to the share notes page smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 437 or click the link in the description down below now what am i talking about when i say tough quote unquote tough spots Well, the reason why it's in quotes is because something that's tough for me might not be tough for you because you've put yourself through it a tons of times. You've studied it and whatnot. The tough spots for you aren't tough for me. Everybody has their own tough spots. Now I'm not going to have you go through your database and find those situations where you're losing a lot of money, where you're making bad choices. Not like that. I want you to look inside And really think about the spots where you find the most difficulty, where you just don't know how to proceed. You don't know if you'd fold, call, or raise. You don't know what to look for on the board, in your opponents, bet sizes. You're just so uncomfortable in these spots, and you just hate facing them, right? Now, to help you figure out what those spots are, What I want to do here is I'm going to use an idea that I learned from Adam Carolla. Um, A long time ago in his podcast, he taught the idea about trusting your first reaction. Now, Adam Carolla, he has a great design sensibility. He's designed all of his homes. He chooses his colors for his cars. He built his uh, podcast studio, and it looks great. Like He has great design sense, and he's the one that chooses everything from colors and decor and everything, right? He said, your first reaction uh, to a design element is usually the right one. And he gave this idea. Let's say you want to paint your wall and you want some kind of a blue color, but you go to home Depot and you see there's a billion blue splotches, uh, of color to choose from. You go, Oh my God, I don't, I have no idea what to choose. And it's so tough to choose, right? Well, he says what you do, empty your wall, take the stuff off the wall, get the few splotches, maybe five, 10 splotches that you think are going to be the perfect ones. One of those 10 colors is going to be the one. Put them on the wall, kind of separate from each other, and then leave the room, go do something else. Come back into the room. Don't look at the wall. Come back in, close your eyes, face the wall, and open your eyes. The first color that stands out to you as a beautiful color, you would love to see that on your walls, that first reaction you have, that is the one that you want to go with. So before I ask you this first question, I'm gonna ask you a question. I want your gut reaction to it. As soon as I ask the question... Pause the podcast, and then within three to five seconds, answer it. What is your first reaction to this question? In which situation or with what play are you most lacking in confidence? Now, you should have an answer for it. That first gut reaction, that's the one that you are going to go with. Your first reaction is what we're going to be working on to help you build confidence in your poker skills and in your play. Now, you could have answered in in one of many ways. It could have been something pre-flop, post-flop. It could have been bet sizing. It could have been um, uh, board texture related, whatever it might be. Here are some examples. Maybe you have no confidence and you feel like just a lack of skills when it comes to three-bet bluffing. Maybe it's calling in the blinds, super tough. You hate doing that. Maybe it's calling a three-bet, open race, face a three-bet. You just don't know when you should or should not be calling or even four betting, right? Maybe c-betting. You hate c-betting. You hate committing those chips as a bluff because they always seem to call. Maybe you hate facing a donk bet post flop, or maybe you hate facing a river bet. Whatever it is, that is the thing. Whatever you chose, that's the thing that you're going to work this week to build confidence in. Now, your goal is to build confidence in whatever that is. If you have your poker journal open right now, write this down. My goal this week is to build confidence in facing a donk bet. Potentially, whatever that is. All right, so now that you know that situation that you're going to work to build confidence in, you got to hit the books and study the situation or the play at hand. We're going to use the example of facing a donk bet. Maybe every time somebody donk bets, whether it's one big blind or half pot, doesn't matter the board, doesn't matter the hand that you hold, doesn't matter your opponent, you simply just do not know what to do. You hate facing donk bets. Should I fold? Should I call? Should I bluff raise? Should I value raise? whatever it is. You start by studying the situation. And I always start by just reviewing hands in my database. So you're going to whip out poker tracker four. Let me show you what that looks like. For example, Um, you want to filter for the situation. Now facing a donk bet, super easy filter to run in poker tracker four. You're going to go to more filters, actions and opportunities. Now you could face donk bets on flops, turns or rivers. So you can run this on any street. Let's take a look at the flop here actions and opportunities, you're going to go to flop opportunities, scroll down just a little bit, raise donk bet opportunity. The only reason you have the opportunity to raise a donk bet is if somebody made the donk bet, right? So turn that bad boy on, add it to filter, save and apply filters and run it. And you can see yesterday I faced three hands where or I faced a donk bet three times yesterday. Let's pop one of these open. And now it's your job to go through all these hands and just start building your understanding of donk bets. Hopefully some of these hands get to showdown. You can see what players make different, uh, what hand strengths they make donk bets with at different sizes, okay? So let's take a look at this hand right here. Couple of folds. The cutoff player, 93 slash 14. Absolute whale. I love having this player on my right. I have the best position against him. He open raises to two big blinds. I have the ace queen of clubs. I decide to three bet against him because I want to isolate this player. And let me tell you already, up until this point, I've seen him donk bet already. So I know he's a donk better. The blinds fold. He calls me. So I'm in position, ace queen of clubs, and he called me. Here's a key thing every time you're reviewing hands, because you want to train yourself to think about as much information as possible in these study sessions. Put your opponent on a pre-flop range of hands every single time. I prefer using Flopzilla Pro. So whatever hands you think this player is limping and then calling with, build up that range, enter your hand against it, see what your equity is versus his range, right? Start to develop that playing the player mentality. The what is, what range is he on kind of mentality? This is really going to help you build confidence in this situation. Let's imagine. You hate facing donk bets. You review 30 facing a donk bet hands. You've ranged 30 different players with 30 different donk betting ranges. That's gonna be such good practice when it comes to actually playing these sessions, putting yourself in spots where you could face a donk bet and working on your strategy. So it's a key, always put them on a range. Whatever range that is based on player type and all the information. You guys have seen me do hand reading and putting people on ranges. I'm not gonna do that exactly full on right now. But you could see the pot, 19.4 big blinds. It comes down king, king, nine with two clubs. Paired board, I got the nut flush draw. He donk bets 2.4 into 19.4 big blinds. I sense absolute weakness and I sock it to him. I make a full pot sized raise to about 26 big blinds right here. Here's the interesting thing. He calls. Now, once again, you're going to range your opponent. But then as you're reviewing these hands, always ask yourself, okay, what do I think he's donk betting with? Even if you lack all the confidence, you have no confidence in this situation, you could at least possibly name some hands. Okay, what could he donk bet with? Well, I guess he could donk bet with a king and want me to raise. He could donk bet with a pair of fours and he's hoping I fold. Maybe he has a nine, a weak second pair hand. Maybe he has a flush draw himself. Maybe he has queen 10 for a gut shot. That's always possible too, right? So as long as you're noodling on what is he doing this with, you're asking yourself poker's most important question, the ultimate question over and over again. What's he doing this with? And that's forcing you, once again, to think about your opponent, put him on a range of hands, figure out what he's doing this with. Well, when I raised right here, he could probably fold the queen 10, but he's probably not folding any king, any nine. He's not folding um, a flush draw either as well, right? Maybe even strong pairs, like if he has 10s or 8s in his range probably not folding here on the king king nine he ends up calling we turn our nut flush for a club so the board is king king nine four three clubs we've got the ace queen of clubs nut flush loving this he donk bets again All all in, 51 big blinds into the 7-1 big blind pot. And let me tell you, this was a no-brainer call. I had to call this right here. This guy is such a crazy, wild maniac. He could have done with this with anything. I think I'm far ahead. He's not only doing this with full houses that beat me, right? He's doing this with a single king, a weaker flush. He might even do this with like a slow played, I don't know, pocket aces that he just called with pre-flop i mean there's so much he's potentially doing this with that i'm ahead of we get to showdown boom he shows the seven eight of clubs so he flopped a flush draw just like i did i had the nut flush draw obviously and then we both turned the flush i got his entire stack but you want to review all the winning hands like this as well as any losing hands that you encountered once again put them on a range every single time that is critical Now, when you're putting players on range and asking yourself, what are they doing this with? Always consider player types, tendencies, bet sizes, positions, things that you've seen them do in the past, their showdown hands. Take into account as much information as possible to give yourself a good read on why your opponent is making this play that you just don't know how to respond to, right? The next thing after you review, after you review some hands, I always like to review hands on my own to try to get an idea of what it is I'm looking for, what it is I'm thinking about. And then I want you to go to Google, go to YouTube and find one piece of content to study, right? Google search, uh, facing a donk bet, Google search, uh, how to three bet bluff, whatever that situation is, find one video, one article, um, one podcast to listen to, one thing to learn from. And of course, as you're learning from it, you have to study it and take notes and then review more hands afterwards, right? You've already reviewed some hands. Maybe you spent the time, reviewed 10, 20 hands. You studied this item, took notes. Now you learn some things. Go back through those 10 or 20 hands or even 10 or 20 more hands right there. Review those hands with these new strategies that you you learned during your study session. All right. So now that you've studied some key strategies, reviewed a ton of hands, now it's time to purposefully face that situation over and over again to build your experience and build that confidence. So you're going to play some sessions. What I really want you to do is I want you to play five more sessions this week and play more as necessary. But the goal is to put yourself in that spot, pull the trigger on the strategies over and over again, develop that confidence. Use the strategies you learn when the time is right to pull the trigger on the raising versus a donk bet, or making the three bet bluff or calling on the river, whatever it is, make the play train yourself to do it. When you think the time is right, you, you're going to make mistakes and mistakes are fine. Those are all learning opportunities when you make mistakes or. Even when the play works perfectly for you, use the tagging hand feature within Poker Tracker 4 so you can find these hands super quick and easy. All you got to do over here is just select the hand. You can create a brand new tag for yourself, find it, and then review those hands that you just played where you put yourself into that situation. Now, speaking of putting yourself into that situation, um, you know, facing a donk bet, it's not necessarily something you can control. I can't control when that mega whale is going to donk bet against me or not, right? But there are things that I can do to put myself in certain spots to increase the chances of facing that donk bet, right? Or facing whatever play my opponent might make. For example, let's say you have no confidence in three bet bluffing. Well, look for opportunities to three bet bluff and then pull the trigger when that's right. That's a situation that you have absolute control of three betting or not. Now, what if calling in the blinds is something you lack confidence in? Well, try calling more when you're in the blinds, but have a plan because, of course, you're going to call in the blinds, but now you know that you're giving this player position and you're probably going to miss the flop. How can you steal it uh, given that you're going to miss the flop and you're going to be out of position, right? So call with a plan right there. What about calling three bets? Well, you can't control whether or not your opponent's... um, uh, three bet against you. But before you open raise, you can always look ahead at the opponents and gauge who is likely to three bet before you open raise. If he three bets me, what am I going to do? Am I going to call? Am I going to four bet? Am I going to fold? Start planning that stuff out. You might not face any three bets in this session that you play. Like I said, you can't control it, but at least you're noodling on it. You're practicing the strategies in your head without actually facing them. And here's a great thing. Maybe you fold a nine deuce offsuit pre-flop. Uh, let's say you were under the gun, the MP MP player open raises, you're out of the hand. Remember the button player three bets. Ah, imagine you were the MP player who's facing the three bet. What would you do right now? What hands would you call with? What hands would you come back over the top? All the other hands, of course you're folding, right? But the more you're noodling on it, even if you're not involved in the hand, the confidence or uh, the more confidence you're going to be building in these strategies that you learned. What about C betting? Well, if you need to practice C betting, that means you're going to be open raising or three betting a lot, right? So you have to do that. Now your opponents can choose a donk bet and then take away your C betting opportunity. Oh, well, but still the more often you open raise, especially against blinds who are going to call, the more often you're going to get the opportunity to C bet. What if your problem is facing a donk bet? Well, you do your best to isolate donk betters. Like we knew from that hand, from prior uh, prior hands in the session, I knew that that player two whale donk bets already. All I got to do is try to isolate him as much as possible. Whether that means he limps and I raise to get him all to myself, or he's in the blinds and I raise and hopefully he calls, right? And then now there's a donk betting potential right there. Um, so isolate those donk betters. And the last thing, maybe you have a really hard time Facing river bets without a top pair of better, you just don't know what to do. Should you bluff raise? Should we? Should you raise for value? Should you call with second pair? You have no idea. You're clueless. Uncomfortable. Well, here's the thing: you can never control what your opponents do on the river, and you don't necessarily want to try to check the turn to appear weak to get him to um, uh, bet the river. You don't want to do something like that, right? The best thing to do is when you fold that nine deuce off preflop, continue watching the hand a lot of hands that you're not involved in, they're going to get to the river. Somebody is going to make a bet. What if you were the other guy who's facing that bet? What would you call with? What would you raise with right now? Like I said before, noodle on every opportunity where that situation arises when you're not even in the hand. You're going to be building that confidence and experience that way. All righty. If you've enjoyed what you've seen this video so far, please give it a thumbs up down below. Leave a comment as well. Let me know the situation that you feel you lack the most confidence in. I want to know what you are going to put yourself through, the situations you're going to practice on, get that experience, build that confidence this week. Now for your action step. So your goal is to build confidence in whatever that troubling situation is that you're facing, right? Do numbers two and number three. So you're going to study that situation or that play, review a ton of hands, put your opponents on ranges the entire time, and find one piece of content to study some good strategies that you're going to try to use in-game. Of course, speaking of in-game, play five sessions or more as necessary where you're looking to put yourself in that spot as often as possible And pull the trigger every time it looks like a positive EV profitable spot to make the play. And like I said, five sessions with this current focus or more as necessary to build that confidence. And then next week, you simply move on to another area where you lack confidence.